Marriage is a huge commitment device. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Fres Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Last week, we discussed the laws governing the properties of married couples in the Philippines. If you missed that, just head on to fqmom.com or philstar.com or just search fqmom of prenups and balance sheets. You know, I'm writing now the final installment of the FQ trilogy and I have been reading and reading a lot of materials about commitment devices. I've also discussed this subject matter in my past articles, podcasts, and videos. If you want to get to hear them again or read them again, just search for FQ Mom Understanding Our Three Selves for Better Saving and Investing or FQ Mom Money and Other Life Lessons from the Legendary Ulysses. Or you can go to our YouTube channel because I also discuss them just just write in the search bar, commitment device. So what is a commitment device? It is a choice that our present self makes, restricting the set of choices which may include some form of punishment or reward to our medium-term self. And we do this as a means to control impulsive behavior in order to ultimately favor our future self. Yan ang commitment device. Parang we are restricting ourselves right now for a better future according also to our standards. Because nga, di ba, we know that we are not just the rational or makatwirang mak, but we also have this very strong emotional emong side. So it's like a protection of ourself from ourself. Let's go back to marriage. So marriage is a commitment device, a huge one at that. It is the legally recognized union of two people as partners in a personal relationship. It is a very old institution that started some, guess how many years ago? Not 100, not 200, not 300, not 1,000. Actually, it's estimated to be 4,000 350 years old. Grabe ang tanda na, di ba? Mas matanda pa kay Kristo. But do you know that in the beginning, if Tina Turner asked the question she popularized in her song, What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do? Got to do with it? What's love? The answer would have been Nothing. Nada. Yep. Marriage was not about love. It was a transactional union. Its purpose was for a man to, quote-unquote, own a woman 
and to guarantee that the children were his. Thus, if the wife was unable to bear children, the husband could give her back and marry someone else. Pwedeng isa ulit. <laughs> Later on, the Roman Catholic Church became a powerful institution and consequently got the authority to legalize marriage. It was a positive development for women. Why? Because this gave them greater respect. Now both parties had to be sexually faithful to one another and it forbade divorce. Marriages continued to be arranged. Up to now nga eh, there are still some arranged marriages. Then, love entered the picture in the 12th century, as some historical records show. The French introduced the concept of men wooing women in order to win them for marriage. Mga French pala ang nagpauso ng panliligao. Marriage continues to be popular today. Diba? Kaka Alam nyo, in the Philippines, ang peak months talaga ng wedding. si January, February, may spillover, and December pala. So, it continues to be popular today, and weddings have become such a pageantry and a huge business. Uh, so many wedding elements have been invented. We discussed this last week also, diba? Yung pinakabago for me there is the Scent specialist. So, let's look at the commitment device aspect of marriage. There are always two sides of a coin. The strong legal bond has made it very difficult for someone to free himself or herself from a marriage, from a bad marriage. But, there are also advantages to having this bond. For today's podcast, we will limit the discussion to the advantages. That's what we will focus on. I'm going to mention 10 advantages. So let's go through them one by one. One, the exclusive commitment in marriage removes the distractions of other possible partnerships. So no more what if, wala nang mga thought God, the one that got away, etc. And each partner can concentrate in making what they really have work. Iba kung minsan, pagka marami pa tayong distractions, ay, ano kaya kung si ganun, si ganun? Eh, hindi mo pa ma-exert yung effort mo in really doing the best for what you have right now. Two, physical and emotional intimacy improves the general well-being of spouses in a committed relationship. Three, there is stability in knowing that someone is there to come home to, to share your problems with, laugh with, and make great memories with. Diba? Stability rin kailangan natin eh. Four, because of the exclusiveness of the bond, spouses also lower their chances of getting sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Pero siyempre, that's a, ang malaking assumption dito. Ano siya, no? Walang infidelity na nagaganap. Parehong uh, loyal, mababait na spouses. Five, it is easier to raise children when you have a co-parent uh, who is your, your spouse, hindi ba? Six, 
Lifelong companionship generally promotes better health and quality of life as we are social beings. Diba? Kailangan natin may ka-interact lagi tayo eh. So, if we have that in mind na meron kang lifelong companion, nakakabuti yun sa'yo as a social being. Seven, provided that the breadwinner and the homemaker spouses acknowledge their respective roles in the family and observe the laws of money governing their marriage, our topic for last week's podcast, they can now have better financial condition as they are entitled to financial benefits such as shared expenses, higher tax benefits, may mga SSS benefits pa dyan, and, uh, mga social security benefits, and other entitlements. So again, ah, yung malaking assumption dyan, hindi yung pera mo, pera mo, pera ko, pera ko. No? So yung talagang observing the, the proper loss of money. So you end up in a better financial condition pag maayos ang usapan dito. Eight, studies show that the risk of mortality of married couples is twice lower than that of unmarried couples. Nine, Married couples also tend to take better care of themselves because of their commitment and responsibility to their family. So, parang nas nagiging mabuting tao sila, di ba? And then, in general, married couples live longer and happier lives. So, sampu po yon. And, take note ha, despite all the advantages that I just discussed with you, it must be noted that marriage is still not for everyone. But if you are in a married relationship, if you are in a marriage, embrace it and recognize that this huge commitment device can actually work well for you in the long run. The point of articulating all these advantages in today's podcast is to remind us that despite our general love for having the freedom of choice, Restricting our choices is oftentimes better for us, and that is the case when it comes to our life partners. So enjoy the rest of the love month, February, Kolting Days na lang natitira. And if you want to know more about money, please head on to ftmom.com, subscribe to that website, and follow me on my socials. It's ftmom on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and this podcast. If you want the gift of high FQ, just get your copy of FQ Books. Just head on to fmom.com and click Bookstore. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto wishing you all a high FQ.